This is the All I Need Skate Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please let us know by subscribing, liking, and sharing an episode. Check out allineedskate.com for epic skate videos of the crew, our skateboards, and apparel. So, I smoked a little weed after I got out of work, and my knees feel pretty good. <laughs> and then I, I, I didn't I, know that was for the knees. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm talking to Anthony today. And I was like, usually he cracks a brew. So then I was yeah. like, I, I just got back from my trip, and I, I didn't really have any alcohol, and I didn't really think about it till now. But I have some Prosecco, uh, some oh, champagne. Man. You're fancy. My girl had it in the fridge, so. <laughs> oh man, That's, she'll be like, "Hey, what happened to the prosecco?" And you're like, "Oh man, <laughs> popping bottles." You'll never guess. We're popping bottles on the podcast. I'm not as fancy. I have a. Oh man, I got to get rid of this background. I got Iron Maiden. Oh, do we have the same background again? Yeah. Oh, sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm try- in your. I'm in your house again. Try to switch up the background real quick. I want to see if you can make yeah. it work. Let me see. Virtual background. That's so sick you were able to like be in the podcast studio. Yeah. Hell yeah. How did I turn off the virtual background? That's a better question. Yeah, dude. Let's see. Today's all about learning how to use tech. Oh, Oh, whoa. Sick. Dude, in the beach. That's where I just was. Yeah. I was literally. Some northern lights. (laughs) I'm in space. I'm everywhere. Dude, Elon. (laughs) How do I I just make it go away? That was pretty good, though. Yeah, I can't figure out how to make it pick none. This is crazy. Just just give you the zero. Oh, man, there's my skateboards in space. Look at that, Billy Ruff. Oh, dude, you're a green man now. I know. Your face That didn't work. (laughs) Mirror my video. Oh, Oh, man, I like that. Um, Why won't it let me me take it off? That's a crazy question. Elon Gregerson? (laughs) Yes. Oh, let me take it off. Here, I can work this. Ready? Oh, sick. There's the Iron Maiden Trooper Trooper beer. Damn, that's got to be good. It is. It tastes like um, a, like a heavier yingling, honestly. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's... Go, if I was prepared, I would have got a, like maybe a Guinness or something. Let's see. I think I'm in the studio, yo. Yo, back in, back in. Back in the studio. This AIN podcast studio. Yeah. That's how we roll. Dude, so I figure where we could start this is I just wanted to ask like how your day's going. Or maybe describe your day, like if you oh, don't mind. Man. From this from waking up and on a little bit. Today today was a little odd day. Um kind of an easy easy week overall in, in my life. So that's nice. Know, yeah. So we did a we did an organizational week. So all the uh all the troopers got to play sports and compete against each other and, and do things like that instead of like normal work. That's um, gotta be fun, man. Yeah, it's needed. You gotta make time for that type of stuff uh for people. Uh some of them appreciate it and some of them use that time to skate out because no one's looking for them. Yeah. But then that but they'll be the first people to complain that you never do anything for them at the same time. You know, you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah but i think the the majority of the people are down with it so that's always cool um and i love sports dude growing up i loved pe i loved every physical like education you could get dude yeah we got 
uh did some soccer we did like a the start off with like a thousand pound club on monday so like what does that mean so all the all the big really strong dudes the compete and who can lift a total of a thousand pounds between the deadlift the squat and the bench oh hell yeah um, so those kids got after it uh the winner of that one was 1525 pounds or something like that Dang. and that's that's insane yeah uh, that's a that's a car right oh, so shit. <laughs> so so he, he's pretty strong uh yeah beast so and then uh tuesday there was like um a zodiac boat race so the the, the each unit put a team together and they raced across a lake in zodiacs little you know paddle boats that blow up oh nice uh, but like my lady the big love, ones my lady you know? loves like any type of paddle board or like blow up paddle thing yeah, yeah. and then uh then there was a two-gun competition where they had to go through like a range like moving and shooting and switching out switching out which guns they shoot at which targets and then uh what type yes, of guns what type of guns are uh, m the, the m4 and the m17 which is the new nine millimeter uh pistol that the army uses now and then like the a m- handgun like a handgun and then, the, and then the m4 is the rifle that's a carbine um just your standard watching a movie oh man army gun type thing yeah. you know and then uh and then yesterday wasn't actually an airborne op so there wasn't any sports going on guys had to jump out of an airplane guys and ladies had to exit an aircraft late last night so in the dark how does that how does that go down oh man that's a that's a whole day sometimes so really by the book it's a five-hour timeline like oh man i'm gonna jump out of an airplane five hours before i gotta be here someone's gotta count me someone's gotta check my stuff then i'm gonna move to like um a best way to explain is like a little training area where it's got the right tools like the uh the mock-up of an inside of an aircraft. Oh yeah. So then yes. you're going to go through a full rehearsal of everything you're going to do in the airplane. Then you do a full rehearsal of what you're going to do in the air. And then you can do a full rehearsal of how you're going to land and what you're going to do once you get on the ground. Uh, and then you go inside and you, you get your parachutes and you get a class every time. How do you put it on to make sure you get it right? Cause we got young jumpers, people come in all the time um, or people that haven't jumped in a while due to aircraft or they've been injured or whatever. Um, so you get them all, you get them all retaught and respun up and then you rig them up and then they get checked by a jump master, uh, jump masters have been to a, a course and blessed off on that. They're good at doing a, you know, 120 point inspection of whatever, Damn, to make sure good. everything's safe. And it's then good to know there's that many points to check. Oh on. man. It's yeah. so normally in the military, you don't want to fail a school. And if you do fail school, like you're in trouble, like, oh man, you just wasted time. You waste your resources. You're in trouble. You fail jump master school and people go, yeah, I get it. Like go back next week. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a, it's a three week course and we try and get people right back into the next course. So it's all very fresh in their head. Yeah. And the second time, um, it, it really starts to come together. The first time they're just trying to make it through the course. Yeah. That makes it's sense. hard. The second time now they're, now they're learning and they're gaining their, their rhythm, if you will, of the whole process. Um, but yeah, it's no joke because you're, if you're the primary jump master, um, for an aircraft at, at a minimum, you've got 60, 60 people's lives, you know, in your hands. So yeah, man. you want to get that right. You know, so you gotta get that right. <laughs> you gotta get that right. Yeah. So, so, uh, so anyway, people rig up, uh, then, uh, 
you know, it's not just a parachute. If they're jumping combat equipment, it means their their rifles also attached to their side, their rucksacks attached to the front of their legs. Whoa. Uh, and then they got to walk out, waddle. We'll say waddle. We won't say walk. Waddle out to the aircraft. You know, so you've got your your fifty pound parachute, your you know fifty pound rucksack strapped to your legs, your you know rifle with carrying case on your left. So all of a sudden, like I'm I'm two hundred two hundred and one pounds right now my my they, they're, they're weighing you now too as you, so you know what you're jumping my last yeah. jump which was a casual training jump like i wasn't jumping all my stuff i was at uh 297 so that all that kit just to automatically put 97 pounds yeah, on I mean, me you're, yeah you're not you're at 201 right. without anything right and that yeah. was just a that was just a jump to to jump you know so yeah. sometimes the weight gets up there depending on on what your what the purpose of your jumping is so anyway, then you uh, you fly around in the airplane and you go to sleep. And I used to think everyone was sleeping on purpose. But then I realized like the way the parachute sits on you, it kind of chokes out your carotid artery and you're kind of being passed out a little bit as you, as you sit down. You Don't know, mean to so laugh. Much, but... Yeah, because there's, so there's so much weight on your shoulder and like right there, you're, I think you're just being passed out. But, yeah. you know, they give you water, try and keep you as comfortable as possible. Um and you're, you know, making sure your kit's good and, you know, protecting it from anything getting in the way. Uh, and then, and then you get a 20 minute warning, you know, 20 minutes. And then uh, from the jump master, and that's kind of like, oh man, I need to wake up and start paying attention. Uh, yeah. Things are about to go down. And then you get another 10 minute, you know, 10 minute instruction or warning. And then that's like the 10 minute warning is when the business starts. So it's not like 10 minutes, take a break. It's like 10 minutes. Like we're doing this now. Yeah. Like focus. Um, right. Focus. So you get, oh. you get this, the commands of stand up and then you've got the hookup or you got to take your static line. Cause we jump static line, hook it to the anchor line cable. And then you got to check that, check your, line, uh, check your static line, check your buddy in front of you to make sure it's not misrouted or anything. And he's good to go or she's good to go. Yeah. That's a good idea for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got to uh, check your equipment, so your helmet, all your attaching elements and all your gear, make sure everything is still tight and still where it was when it was being JMPI. And while that's happening, the safety, which is another jump master, but he's not jumping on this jump. He's just there to like check check equipment and keep things safe and control the static lines. They're checking every single static line. Like, is it hooked up to the cable correctly? The right cable? Is it routed right? Is everything good? And they're checking the whole line of people on that one door. Um, then you sound off for equipment checks. So like pretend you're in a movie and you see a line of people paratroopers in a in an airplane it's like okay 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 you know very army you know Hell yeah. uh, and then I gets to gets to the first the first jumper he'll look at the jump master and he'll go oh okay jump master and then he'll slap his hand um and that's once everyone's hooked up that's usually when the air force is ready to give us the door so then the door opens whoosh, you know the, oh shit oh so shit. like all the air is going you know the uh Air Force gives the Army a door. Jumpmaster does all his door checks. So, like, is the door secure? Is he, he's got to slide his hand all the way down the outside of the door to make sure there's nothing sharp, no debris, nothing that's going to cut a static line, if you will. Yeah. Um, and then, then he's got to look out. Like, you got to get out there. You got to grab the side of that door when you're Jumpmaster. You got to get you got to get your body out that door and look down the way and make sure there's nothing uh, obstructing the aircraft or anything behind you that's going to be a problem yeah uh, and now that you're looking so intense to me it's pretty intense sometimes <laughs> and then uh especially depends on how the pilots are flying like if pilots are flying straight man you're good if the pilots have been drinking or whatever it's rough 
Yeah. I should say that, but sometimes they fly squirrely, you know. Um, There's all different types of people out there. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and then you've got to look for your reference point. So you've got roughly a one minute reference point. It might just be a lake that's shaped like a question mark. You're like, oh man, there's my question mark lake. So that's that's one minute. So you, you kind of give that to the jumpers one minute. So they kind of have a, oh man, this is getting real. And then you find your next your next mark, whatever it is on the ground. You're at a thousand feet roughly, so you can see the ground pretty clearly. Um, unless it's dark, then the Air Force helps you. Yeah. Um, uh, then you give your 30 seconds, you know, 30 seconds. Now people are like, oh man, it's really getting real. And at that point, uh, the first jumper will get the command to stand by. So they've been standing in that line and now they're going to hand off their static line to the safety and they're going to get in that door. If it's a C-130, like they're, or C-17, they're in that door, like, holding on to the edge of their their parachute their reserve parachute because you don't yeah. want that thing to catch air and and pull you out that'd be yeah. a bad day yeah so they're unless, holding on you, unless you survive it then you're action <laughs> yeah. movie dude then yeah for movie. sure <laughs> so you're holding on you're holding on to your reserve and then uh and then the green light goes now you can't just jump if when the green light goes you got to wait for the jump master to tell you because that the guy on the primary door is going to go out first and as soon as he goes, says go, then the other guy's going to tag, give you a tap, and you're going to you're going to go out on the second door because uh, you're trying to get a half second spacing between each jumper on the other doors because you don't want to meet yeah under yeah. the plane. So that makes sense. The goal is boom, 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 and you try and get like sixty dudes out in like you know forty seconds or whatever, which is damn rapid know, fire. Yeah, or, or more, yeah. So or yeah. more. So and then you're you're out and you're you're counting to eight uh six thousand oh one thousand two thousand three thousand four thousand five thousand six thousand and then you're like is my shit open oh my shit's open that's good and if, <laughs> and if it's, right and if it's not or you're falling faster than your fellow jumper man you pull that reserve out no shame no in your game uh whatever it takes and now you're you're very quickly identifying where the other jumpers are trying to stay away from them uh always checking your your canopy to make sure it's got air and you're falling at the right rate of descent and then when you're about you know 150 feet off ground level you want to uh, undo all your tie downs of your equipment and start to lower it so your your rifle that's been attached to you is on the lowering line and your okay. rucksack that's on your legs is on a lowering line you're going to release those they're going to go on this line that's attached to you oh, uh, nice. down about 10 15 feet and then that rifle is going to slide down that rope so now it's just you're going you've got like an anchor you know underneath yeah. you if you drop it too early this will make you oscillate and that's bad business you want to make sure you're pretty low uh, some people drop it too early wait till you're pretty good and low drop it uh and now you're going to prepare to land you know and that's getting your feet and knees together honest to god that sounds so simple that is the best way to stay safe feet and knees together knees feet and knees together, together feet and knees uh, together um elbows tight in your side chin on chest eyes on the horizon and now you're just like you're just bracing for impact the new parachute if it's go jump off an 11 foot wall like that's what it feels like the old parachute was 22 foot wall and then you know um both of those seem like they would hurt right now they, they do they do right you know we're the no country for old men so you know uh you, you hit the ground and you, you do a quick uh pmcs and you you know thank the lord that you're okay and then you i say pmcs you have a little pre-maintenance check of your body like oh, am i okay yeah okay i'm good and sometimes yeah. you're not good, but you don't know it because you've had all this adrenaline 
uh, during that very short period of time that you, you think you're fine, but you really don't know until you're walking away. It's good to have uh, that acronym to keep you to remember, you know? Yeah, we use that for everything. Anything like whether you're checking a vehicle, whatever, but pre, pre-maintenance checks, you know, matters just as much as, oh shit, maintenance. You know, if you can get ahead of it, that makes you're, sense. you're better off. So and then you, you gather up your kit, you know, you pack your chute. Now you've got this massive bag full of exposed, you know, expended parachute. And you've got to pack that up with your ruck and you got to go find the turn in point and drop off that parachute. And then you can go do your job. Dang, so dude, that's so much. <laughs> so that was, yeah. So that's a, uh, that was last night. Uh, <laughs> so that was good. And like last night was um, three C-130 aircrafts back to back. So like three airplanes in a row. And like the first one's dropping everyone by when they're like a quarter of the way through, which is like 10 seconds. Uh, the next one starts to drop their first person. Then the next one starts to drop their first person. Whoa. So the next thing you know, you've got, you know, 200 shoots, you know, in the air at different levels, you know. Yeah, I was going to say that perspective, being able yeah. to see that must be a trip, dude. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's, uh, I've been fortunate to be a paratrooper most of my career. 20 of my 26 years, I've been a paratrooper um and the cool part is at the end of the day you know you're going to work with people that are just willing to jump like, i was gonna say that in the beginning i was i was gonna say imagine if all your coworkers yeah. had to do this with you right that's so perfect because <laughs> then you would know so, each other at least in that situation you know that's what makes us different than every other organization is every single person that works with us volunteered to be a paratrooper so they yeah. volunteer for airborne school they volunteer for an airborne assignment uh once you Get that airborne assignment you got to do it for 36 months uh, to maintain the, your wings the rest of your life um and i'm you know, very very fortunate to to work around uh not just the people i grew up with over the last 26 years but these 18 year old kids that are still coming in and, and still willing to do it and yeah, that's uh, sick i was having a conversation with someone recently i was like you know, skateboarders tend to think, oh man, military, not for me. I'm, so I'm a skateboarder, man. It's exactly for you. You're a resilient person that knows how to, knows how to fall and get back up, knows how to make minor corrections and, and find progression. These are, this is, are the, this is how you become successful as a human in yeah. the army and get promotions and, and take care of your life and put some money in your pocket and take care of your family and have a sense of purpose. Um, but the resiliency seals and skateboarders is exactly the type of people we need to come be paratroopers. And, yeah, man. I'm always amazed when skateboarders can like the bails they can take and like the determination and like not give up and the, the tricks themselves is like yeah. unbelievable. Like the commitment and the being in razor sharp in a moment. Being like, in tune with your body and your mind to make those small, the, sometimes it's just the smallest correction, you know, the yeah. difference between sack and a heel flip and not is what, you know, <laughs> this much of your foot, right? It's a razor tail on a bad day, dude. Yeah. So, you know, you end up a, a human popsicle, right? You know, <laughs> like it's, it's really that close, but you know, just if, if, if young skaters who, you know, tend to think they're outcasts could just look at what they individually have accomplished and how to put that into their business world or the military or whatever, like they'd be unstoppable. You yeah, know, they'd man. be unstoppable. Cause that's, I, you can take that slam, you can get back up and make a correction. You'd be amazed how many people in this world can't do that. Yeah. It's a discipline you know? that's learned, you yeah. know, you got to really aim at it for sure. I heard one quote. I don't remember who it was by, 
someone on the night club they're like man skateboarding weeds out quitters and that's that's for sure yeah. you know belong to a lot of old like facebook groups for skaters and a lot of guys like oh man i want to do it i just i'm scared or i won't i don't feel comfortable at the park or blah 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 i'm like man you just have to go do it um when i started at 41 i wasn't comfortable either but i went to the park every day and i just tried to ollie every day go 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 and i met a million cool people and they didn't give a shit what tricks they had or what tricks i had all they cared about is that i was going there and putting in work you know because here's the funny thing me learning how to ollie at 41 is the same work and commitment as the 20 year old doing the giant benny hana out of the bowl right yeah Yeah, yeah. different trick same work you know same mindset and it's like just time well spent like you people get better the more they balance on their skateboard so the more time they stay on it you settle in and everyone's working on their own style and per their own approach to like different tricks and like you have your own personal goals and like it's a it's an art form as much as it is is like physical it's which is you know which is turned into like a bunch of different genres too right so like when you and i were growing up there was vert and there was street yeah. These were the only two forms of skating. I I should rename my channel. I should rename my channel on how not to kick flip because I've done everything not to kick flip this year. Like mm-hmm. I have I've not ollied. I have not done crap. I'm out there hitting slappies and I've met this whole slappy community, <laughs> you know, like, oh man, just all these weird dudes that just want to smash curves. That's cool. Or I've been doing a lot more bowl skating, which is bowl skating is weird like you've got the old crew bowl skaters that just shred and then you've got this up and coming generation that's just crushing it yeah in the it's bowls. like it's amazing that it's like still thriving yeah. it's awesome i think all these new parks that are being built is just building building that bowl skating competition and if you look at all the weird competitions on on tv and the internet these days these park comps are really very bowl related outside of um street league i mean the, yeah true the, the big like the do and all those big giant bowls with tricks in between and then there's like the surf skate community i didn't know this was a thing i was like oh man what's a surf skate i want to try that man that's the most peaceful shit i've ever done in my life like <laughs> you just yep. get out there and just create your own movement and you're just flowing around it's almost like I'm just going to power slide to death. That's what it kind of feels like. Yeah. You just power slide, power slide. I was watching um, this girl on roller skates in a tennis court by herself, just doing like turns, like crazy twists and turns yeah. out there. Like, roller skate, roller skating's coming back yeah, at the I, parks here. It's all over the place. Yeah. It looks cool too. I like roller skating. Yeah. They got different, like they're, it's funny. Like they're starting to geek out like the skateboarders, like they got different wheels. They got different setups. Like they're getting all about some roller skating. I don't I, know. I got a question, uh, which will bring us back to earlier. Um, do people get motion sickness? Do you have to deal with people throwing up? Oh man, sometimes. And like what the only thing that makes other people throw up is throw up. Right. Yeah. So like one person lets it go and it's like, (laughs) it creates that chain reaction of, oh man, here we go. But yeah, yeah, depending on how the pilots go or the heat, the temperature, the temperature can do a lot with that. Um, and here's the deal. And here's the deal, man. You you throw up like you you're jumping out with that in a bag. <laughs> so you get a little bag, and you gotta 
you got to tuck it in your shirt. You're not leaving an aircraft for the safeties and the, and the air crew to clean up. <laughs> so you, you Ralph it, you jump it, you know. You carry it down. You carry it down. It's like picking up your dog's shit in the morning. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. And it's just like getting it throw up all on you yeah. on the whole Trump. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes, like, it gets hot up there the, during the summer. And then, you know, you get, we do have um, non-jumping medics sometimes in the summer, like the medic that's up there on the aircraft ready to react to people that, that need help. So, yeah, it's a different lifestyle, you know. I only ask because I get motion sickness pretty easy. I just yeah. threw up on my last. We just, me and my lady just went to um, St. Lucia. Yeah, I saw like the a, pictures. Bird oh, was eating out of her hand. That yeah. Was crazy. Yeah, the birds are intense. Yeah. They, they like gauge you at first, but if you give them in, they're like, they all come and they're like, they're fucking suckers. And then, oh man, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, the crazy thing about that trip was the windy roll roads. They had like one road and it just like literally was hairpin turns through a mountain of all, yeah. like a jungle mountain, you know? Right. It was intense, man. And I tend to get uh, sick, you know, like yeah. motion sickness at times. Like, and we also took a crazy boat ride, but I didn't get sick. Yeah. I didn't get sick on the way to the island into the hotel and stuff. But on the way back, I did. It was like, it was hot. We were laying yeah. in the sun. And then I got in like this car and went through the jungle on a windy road. It was gnarly. I, the vacation itself was amazing. Like the whole thing, like beautiful, like, like every night we'd just sit and eat dinner and the whole like horizon line and yeah. all these crazy colors, like just all blended together. And it's the biggest mural you've ever seen in your life. You know, where nice. you're like, holy shit. Uh, so that was and, amazing. And the proposal went down. No purple. <laughs> we've already been engaged. We've been engaged okay. for like 10 years. What are you waiting <laughs> on, Omi? <laughs> I don't know. I told her I would just me and her could go get married. <laughs> oh, man. So that's what me and my wife did um, next month. Sick. Next month's 26 years. That's awesome. That's a long time, you know, and uh, I dated my wife for three months. Yeah. And, and then we, we drove to Vegas and got married on seven bucks. That's <laughs> sick. It's the best seven bucks she ever spent. I promise you that. <laughs> you know, you know, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I didn't have a dime to my name. I had just joined the army. I, had, I think I had like a Dion Sanders jersey and a couple phone cards <laughs> to my name, you know. <laughs> you really know we, how to paint a picture. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was rough. And, uh, we jumped in her Honda Civic and drove from from San Diego down to uh, down to Vegas and went and got a marriage license and went to Little White Chapel, Las Vegas. Like that's sick. Like just this little creepy place, you know. Like the old guy from Poltergeist that walks around the building, like came in and like that version of a woman came in and married us. <laughs> um, I I thought I was all grown, so I was being all serious. Uh, I knew the military and grown man. I'm gonna I'm gonna marry this girl and my my wife is just cracking up the whole time. Like she can't <laughs> stop laughing about what's going on. And uh you know they get to you know do you i was like yeah i do and, you know and then they get to her and she's just laughing i was like well do you or not she's like i guess you know <laughs> and uh it's too late years, now it's like yeah. jumping out of a plane at this point yeah <laughs> 26 years later you know Sick. here we are and it's it's been great last year for our 25th we went to the outer banks for um seven days oh sick. and 
man, what a cool place. So we did like two different Airbnbs. Like we started way down south for a couple of days. Where, like, where is this? What's this place like? Outer Banks? Banks is a, a, a barrier um, islands off North Carolina. Um, so super thin, right outside the coast of North Carolina, you, you drive over to it. And then it's just created by sandbars, the whole area. And uh, the further south, there's no like big businesses. That's all like mom and pop, like old school, like chill life, but you know, million dollar properties, super nice place to live. Um, and we just chilled on the beach and we just kind of picnicked and we enjoyed it. Then we moved up a little more north um, to Kitty Hawk area and we went to the Kitty Hawk Museum, um, you know, learned about the Wright brothers and all that stuff. And that place has got a little more big business, a little more touristy in that area. And then then we went all the way north to an area called Corova. So Corova is where Carolina and Virginia meet. Yeah. You, you can only get to the last housing area by driving on the beach. There's no roads. So there's a whole community, a giant community of people that have to have like super powerful four by fours drive through this deep sand from a city, from one town to Corova. And for, I forget what the other town's called. But there's wild horses out there like oh, wild right. horses live through this whole housing area and on the beach and you drive your four by four out to this area and there's no you got to bring it like you got to run like there's power and there's water that's it like if you're running groceries in that area you're making over 100 bucks a trip to go four miles on the sand. <laughs> yeah so, so crazy. we went out there and hung out like wild horses and like flew kites and shit and yeah, it was gnarly. And it was really the first time her and I had gone and done something without kids. Yeah, right. Since we can remember, because we've got a, a 23 year old and a 21 year old. And that was the first time like her and I just went on a trip. And it was like seven days with my wife, just my wife. And I don't think that had happened since we were 19. Yeah, that's yeah. what I just experienced too. It's like yeah. me and my lady both are working and building businesses and just like, we like what we do, you know, so it's yeah. just like, we're both doing that a lot. So it was nice to get those, like, I think we got five days. Yeah, it's that were, crazy, right? Yeah. And then, like, and it's not that you're relearning each other. You're remembering why, why you're with this person. You're like, yep, 100%, yeah. you know, when you get rid of all the distractions uh, yeah. going around, it's just, it's just peaceful. Mm -hmm. And I'm very, very, very lucky. Most people in my profession don't get to stay married to the same person uh, for 26 years for one reason or another. Yeah. Uh, but she's been... She's been my, you know, by my side, no questions asked, seven combat deployments, you know, whatever comes up, like she's, she's there when I come home every, every single time. And there's coffee in the morning and there's sandwiches, you know, when sandwiches need to be had and it's hard to beat, you know? Yeah, man. It takes time to build that too. And you got to get to know each other and go through some life experience and like, yeah. you know, the relationship's hard to build for sure. Yeah. We just, uh, I think the key thing with us is we have nothing in common like nothing the only thing we have in common is each other like that's it um so we're always sharing information versus competing for information if she knows yeah. some shit about something i know nothing about it. she's talking about books and you know crazy stuff i can't even tell you the last book i read um <laughs> she's she read you know like 127 books last year alone oh that's um, sick yeah just two different people but like we just compliment each other and and it just works you know very yeah very grateful um for sure it's been yeah. great it's crazy yeah. to like be figuring out who you are while you're with 
committed to someone else for so long you know like it's just yeah. a good practice and you always have to like re-meet and take time again and like it's nice to get some yeah. time where you definitely just wake up and you're on the beach basically is awesome you know? for sure and like, <laughs> like i said we, we've been together since we've been 19 so we've both gone through multiple individual changes uh grow just growing up you know from 19 to our 40s yeah. um but I think we just appreciate each other's process, each other's growth. And you just, you just grow, you grow with it. You know, some people get offended, like, oh man, you changed. Yeah. I hope so. Like, yeah. you know, you should change a little bit. Like, is it hurting anything? Is it, is it benefiting? Are you happier? Like, like why are people offended when people in relationships grow? Yeah. You know, it's, it's they got to think of it as growth versus change. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, life is long and you got to learn to like, manage your time and enjoy it and practice yeah. it and figure out and aim and it takes time you know so like doing that learning to do that for yourself and then learning to do that with someone else while they're doing that like trying yeah. to figure out what to do it's nice when you can find things and be both be focused separately or yeah. together you have things in common too like, and then like it's beautiful like, like my free time super limited just with work and you know the electronic leash of work right um there's responsibilities. There's responsibilities, but like on a Saturday morning, I wake up and I go to, to the skate park. It's not like, oh, you're going skating again. It's like, she's like, man, have a good time. Like yeah. she, she knows that's important to me. And she knows that that makes me better when I get that time to myself. I'm better for the family. I'm better for work. Like she respects the fact that I need those things. And she wants to go plant her plants outside and she wants to read her books. I don't want to do those things. So like, we'll come back together enjoy each other when that time comes i don't feel the pressure to do everything she's doing she doesn't feel the pressure to do what i'm doing and, and we don't hold each other back from doing what we need to do as individuals so we can be better uh, as a team yeah allowing each other to have space is a good life skill to yeah. learn <laughs> like yeah. that takes practice you know like i mean some people are like oh man my girl likes everything i like and we do everything together i'm like oh man that would be a long marriage <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh man i need some i need to i need to get away every now and then it's not get away from her I, you know i need just need to be me and have that freedom you know at that i think point. that's the beauty of having something that engages you that's like a practice or yeah. like a passion you know something other than you gotta have other things besides just a relationship right. your relationship so, can't be the all is you know right like, and like you've always had skateboarding like, yeah as long as you can remember so i didn't start skateboarding skateboarding like oh i'm gonna learn how to skate and i'm gonna stay with it till i was 41 years old so in school, like high school back in, you know, I graduated in 95, everything was about sports and surfing. I did stuff all the time, but then I joined the army and everything was about work and family. And that was my life for 21 years. It wasn't until I was 41 years old. That it takes I that up, long to build it, dude. <laughs> to, yeah. At 41, I was like, I started skateboarding. I was like, oh my God, I, I have something that's mine. Yeah. I hadn't had something that was mine for years. And, uh, it just made me personally a better person for everyone else once I was doing something for myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that makes sense, man. Very, very grateful um for skateboarding. And it could have ended up being anything. It could have been golf or whatever, but it, it was skateboarding that 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 brought that harmony to my life. I'll never say life balance because in my line of work, you won't you won't get life balance. Yeah. Um, but you can have moments that bring harmony to everything else you're doing. And that's what skateboarding does for me. 
Yeah, that's like uh, the harmony comes from being creative with the ups and downs because <laughs> yeah. you're going to experience downs. Yeah. Hey, so uh, we were talking about um, just like what were we talking about? A marriage, you know, relationships, marriage, time, space, skateboarding. Having skateboarding like in your life and having that as your own little thing like. Yeah it's rad to have your own little space, you know, to work on something like For that. Sure. It's like necessary in a lot of people's lives is to have something that they are working on or having fun with or creating with or yeah. whatever, it, have your identity around something else too, you know? It, it's my behavioral health. Like, man, I can go talk to someone about all my problems or I can go skate them away. And uh, yeah. I'd so rather true. just, I'd rather just skate them away and, and you're like, oh man, well, talking to someone's healthy, man, 100%. The, a lot of people do talk to people, and that's cool. For me, it's when you're out there, you can put things into perspective. Um, it just gives me that time to think and kind of work through things. Um, and you don't even realize you're doing it because you're just skating, but you're you're clearing the mind, you're you're getting comfortable with yourself again, and that kind of helps you be more honest with okay, what what was my problem? What was someone else's? problem or how did I perceive it and I don't know it just helps me put everything back where it belongs and helps me go for the for the, the next week like it resets me for the whole next week just having that time to put things in perspective yeah and then on top of it it's like physically good for you like just the mechanics yeah. of moving your body and like yeah. it's like that makes you feel alive on yep. top of like all the rest you know yeah, get outside, get some sun, like get out there in the elements and like, man, it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. And I, uh, just, I need it. Yeah, man. I, like, I had a moment like uh, today because I was I've been on vacation and like busy with like work and packing boxes and like all good work, you know, oh, yeah. but uh, I haven't had a time to like it's been a while since I've had a good session. And uh, today I came home and I sat down and I remember I had this, all this footage from a session where I took all like the groms that skate yeah. for all I need. I took them all to these street spots and like hill bombs and stuff. And uh, I was like watching and editing and like going through and it's just like pulled me right back into that whole day. Yeah. Like I was right. like, oh, and it made me so grateful. I was like, yeah, yeah it always reminds me like yeah i we have fun like it's been like over a week and a half right that session happened and then i watch it again and i'm like that whole day was unbelievable you know like yeah. and that's like rad to have that aspect with skating you gotta have the fun stuff i don't know if this will show up so like i bought these toys oh sick <laughs> marty <laughs> the, marty right at the hoverboard back to the future and that uh that caused me to say okay as a kid everybody want, wanted a hoverboard obviously not a thing i was like but they look so cool they got it come said, on elon I, come on elon but i said i could build one <laughs> i could build one now so i i went to splatter goat grip tape they do custom grip and i have the grip made and then oh, i got a, sick and then i got a super colorful screen board from uh brand x toxic that's the photo I, you sent me yeah, yeah <laughs> and, so then, and then i put some light up wheels on it and i've been sessioning that board around and i'm just making my own little hoverboard video for back uh, to the future like i gotta get a couple more clips i want to get towed on the back of my truck like marty did and you got him you got him stitching you know sketching and then uh you know so i'm i'm fucking over here playing with the damn 
the hoverboard toy like i gripped over the bolts and like some <laughs> haters are like oh what an amateur hour I gripped over the bolts hoverboards don't have bolts <laughs> you know yeah so it's about like, the way it looks yeah it's like i gotta grip over these things whether i want to or not it's just gonna <laughs> that's how the looks gotta be um but you i gotta get these... the you gotta get the yeezys the the yeah. shoes too imagine yeah I, I know like some company made that shoe like a yeah, Ni nike made it they're oh, super did expensive they? yeah, yeah. <laughs> i did wear some uh some nikes when i've been skating it just to kind of keep it keep it in touch but uh i went out and got a slappy session went and got a bowl session actually i bought these light up wheels because i was going to a night session with the guys here and I, hadn't, I hadn't been to one of the night sessions the park isn't lit up but the, they bring in a bunch of construction lights every weekend and they just light it up that's the best the though because it makes yeah. each like obstacle it, like the lights right. are on it you know it You're changes like, oh. the whole perspective of the bowl like like the lines and the shadows and everything it that, looks great dude we used uh, to do that all the time street skating we would sneak yeah. into places and just like hope no security and yeah. like, find plugs or bring a generator and light the right. whole thing you feel like you're like doing something yeah. illegal which you kind of are but like right. then everyone gets the clips you break down all the stuff yeah. and it's like a collective effort it's like the craziest way to get a trick so for the for that session i just set up a new uh you know big fat 10 inch power ripper with rat bone wheels on like just straight old school oh, right. but when the sun went down i wouldn't switch the wheels out for these light up wheels that light when they spin there's good like idea a, good idea there's Some a, spoop, beep, beep, right beep. so there's a metal there's a metal piece in the middle like where you would normally put a bearing spacer from back in the day yeah and when your bearings push against that that spins and generates the electricity to create oh, nice. for the lights in the wheels so i got a bunch of clips on that board with these light up wheels and i was like what can i do with these light up wheels and then i bought that back to the future toy and i was like you know i can't create a hoverboard but i can create a pretty cool effect with these light up wheels oh hell so yeah. i went all in on i'm gonna build this board like i got ace i got i bought lime green a77 trucks for it like what? i went all in like it's it's fun it's stupid fun and uh got it put together last weekend and it was crap weather, but I found a gap in the weather and ran out and just grabbed some slappies and I grabbed some early grabs in the bowl because I got to make the damn thing fly, right? Yeah. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I, it's a pretty flat board because it's like an 80s style board. Yeah. Not much of a tail. I need to see if I can get like a good Ollie into a bank. I've got the 360 camera now. So if I can get the cam looking at from the down angle and yeah, I can get the yeah. board tweaked, I'll have like a cool hoverboard you know flying picture I, I feel like you got to get the angle where like i don't know if you can put the camera on the ground where there's a puddle and you yeah. like skate through it because in the movie he like yeah. is stuck out on that pond on the right? pond the, yeah the, like and then it shows hover, him just kicking the water hoverboards don't work on water <laughs> yeah. you need to get that you just need a little puddle and you can replicate yeah. that like you gotta have power <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's yeah, classic so that's, yeah that's a good like, that's time well spent <laughs> yeah and like i set up all these boards but they're all so different and like man if i'm gonna be a 45 year old skateboarder i may not have uh the best tricks but i'm gonna have the exact board i want for whatever style of skating i'm gonna do yeah like i've got a different board for slappies than i have for a bowl than i have for a pool like I'm the collection's going well right oh man <laughs> there is a quiver like uh, i thought about making a video like uh Who's that Marvel dude with the bow and arrow? Like a Hawkeye, right? Pew, pew. I thought about like editing a video where I'm pulling each different type of skateboard out from behind oh, my that's jacket, cute. you know, <laughs> and just edit it together. So it's like, what, what, 
you know that's perfect because i i don't know i just love having all of them i got so much cool stuff i've got boards lined up here on my bed that should be hung on people's walls you know yeah yeah tupac in the backdrop oh, here's, here's oh man the light so this is a freddy I see it De- right there this is a freddy de soto board he was Nine, a professional yeah he was a skater for veriflex uh and am for pow back in the late 70s early 80s wait how and wide is that thing too this is 10 over it 10 is. inches yeah Very and heavy. lance mountain did these what if boards for him what if he was to get a second veriflex board oh sick <laughs> so i i bought that like the white sick. the white the all white and the backdrop's oh, awesome yeah i love it i've got yeah, this one shows up this is from salva steve alba straight off yeah his, his instagram he's like this yeah pal <laughs> salva's pool cleaning he breaks into all the houses but he wrote a little special <laughs> message on there for me and what that's yeah. it the wheel wells are all cut out like oh yeah this thing was sick i broke the shit out of it oh yeah see that hard on that thing yeah i see that well i was supposed to be bowl skating it because that's what it's for but i got carried away and i was like man can i heel flip this thing on a bank yeah the answer uh was no (laughs) until i cracked the shit out of it but then i was like all right that was a cool board and i just broke it it's going to be heel flipped and i i put in the work until i landed that shit and walked away but it's like the it's so long it's a really long board and just and was, ten, 10 inches is like your how big's your shoe man you 11 and, 11 and a half oh it's not yeah. mine's a nine so imagine yeah. doing it with a nine dude. right it's a that's lot a of lot. flick yeah you know? that's a lot of popsicle danger going right on. Cool. But, but that one just the wheelbase was so long i just had trouble finding the right position because i felt like my foot was so far forward already yeah and just trying to get it because you you popsicle that yeah you're over up in the like, air i'm i'm only 5 10 but that, that one's gonna you're gonna be change hovering my life like right inch above the ground right, like for that, sure dude. so but i went i went and got the tricks i was stoked on that uh hill flips is all i got for flip tricks so if i don't get them on whatever board i'm skating i get super frustrated it's like it's my only flip trick you know so i learned heel flips first too yeah and then I think it's my ankle. Um, again, been jumping out of airplanes for so many years. The idea of my ankle doing that, I just can't even imagine it. It takes uh, time to like flip. build that yeah. flick and like it's. I've got twenty six years of cartilage built up in the ankle. It's like the physical movement of it. I, oh, I, I don't know that. if it's gonna happen. You know. Yeah, I get that. So, you might have to go switch or knowledge because yeah. if you can't That's do it true. regular, you could practice a switch, and it's like you're starting from the beginning either right. way. So, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so, and honestly, like the more you work on your opposite opposite stance, it only opens up more tricks because you start sure. to get comfortable riding switch or fake or nollie. Yeah. If you do all the stances and find a, your ollies and all yeah. that stuff, then it opens up like a litany of tricks, you know, where you're like over time, you know. Yeah, it's my, crazy. My fakie heel flips way better than my regular heel flip man i wish i could just fakey heel flip everywhere like yeah that's like the cleanest trick i do like i stay straight i can do it up steep banks like i can go up steep banks fakie and and heel flip and come back down regular like i love that shit my homie elijah who's my homie elijah who's nine years old and i skate with a lot like he's got a crispy fakey heel on a bank ramp too like he's i've been seeing him learn him learning them and practicing it's weird because like you got this momentum shift you're going up backwards and then you're flicking forward and you're catching like, it hopefully on the way down yeah you just it, like, feel it like it's like it's just i don't know just feel it's a feeling good like a trick that feels good dude bank you know? trick bank trips 
bank tricks are the best because you have to find the right speed to get yep. to almost to a stop where you can right. pop and flick it and then catch it back into the ramp. Right. Like it's a timing space 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 issue. Yeah. A lot I of learned. times I just take a step back a lot of times if I if I feel like I need more space. I try to give yeah. myself more space. It gets easier. I, I learned most of my tricks on a bank or a box. Like flat ground kicks the shit out of me. But mm -hmm. when I'm focused on the bank or I'm focused on the box, for some reason I get the trick a little better. Yeah, um, it gives you a little more leverage because you're. I know you're like it's throwing you yeah. off balance, but it's also pushing you up kind of already. So I, yeah, I think even, you're a dead stop. You're gonna like muscle it up. I think even just the obstacle itself gets me thinking about something else. So I'm not thinking about oh, get you out of overthink your own way. right. Yeah. Not thinking about the whole trick. Or I try and learn things in lines. So I'll do a trick I know I can do, the trick I want to do, and the trick I know I can do. So I'm thinking about the whole line. Yeah. versus the one trick because yeah. nothing like wears me out more than one trick over and over and over and over and over and over again to get it like that i i did a video years ago where i talked about the difference between practicing and skateboarding like i don't want to practice i want to yeah. skateboard so how can i learn new tricks in the flow of whatever i was already doing i don't want to dedicate a whole time block to today I'm going to do this. Yeah. No, I want, cause then I'm not skating. I'm just miserable. So there are I'm people gonna... that like that structure yeah. of like just practicing one trick. You know, yeah. I used to be like that when I was younger, I was more like controlling and more like I can do this. I'm going to yeah. fucking do this. And right. then you just fixate on something until you get it the way you want it to look. Like as I got older, I got more spontaneous, like yeah. whatever comes, just let it ride. And you try to learn a trick based off of where you are, you know, So that, that's what I do now is like, there's there's things I obviously want to learn, but is what I do is I'll I'll casually toss them around for a couple sessions and just kind of like in the mix of things. And then that day where I'm casually tossing it, where it's like, okay, this is gonna go. That's when I that's when I buckle down yeah. and go after it. So that was like that's smart. Uh, like um uh front side slappy nose slide. That one for me at first it was just like eh, okay, knock it up on the curb knock it up on the curb oh, a little stall oh, a little stall to fakey and then it's like oh it went and i stayed balanced okay today's the day and then it was yeah. like man i'm gonna get it yeah um, and then sometimes like you got to revisit things and throw out a testers and like yeah. see like did that hard work add up and then like some days you psychologically got to be in the mood or you right. gotta dude it's insane how that works i saw yeah. the ones you're getting dude you're doing them way sick you're locking them in <laughs> yeah. high speed and like holding the whole front side nose yeah. side which is I hard to do too. it actually helps to go faster with that trick you know For but sure. it's scarier it's scary because when you eat it it goes bad <laughs> yeah it you gotta be fully bad. in yeah <laughs> then you're I bouncing just... off the metal of the body and you're like oh shit Man. Like, <laughs> when you slip out and your feet are going backwards and your face is going forward that's a that's a that's a bad day you know oh you got to look up moses Iconan. moses Iconan. Yeah. Okay. it i don't know how to spell his last name moses but he if you type in moses red dragons okay. he had some of the gnarliest he's done some of the gnarliest front nose slides slides i've ever seen in my life yeah. it's so many epic ones it was just it was just such a cool trick for me because i'm like i'm 40 at 44 at the time like learning how to slide backwards on a skateboard at 44 was like some weird moral victory for me like oh, i get that i, I totally looking, get that <laughs> you know i went backwards on a slide on my skateboard like the simplest shit but for me it was huge it was just like i never thought i would get like 
uh, front side board of any type. Dude, front sides know? look so good too. It, like yeah. the way front side, especially front side nose slide, that's one of the, like, it's a real photogenic trick too. Right. Especially you when you're wearing your it. all I need sweatshirt. Oh, and the oh yeah. Hell yeah. Good looks. <laughs> <laughs> it's no it's so true <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that was... awesome dude uh yeah so like i'm actually skating this weekend too i'm gonna have another we're gonna go to willimantic skate park which is like in connecticut i think it's like a two-hour drive but i told like i threw out the skate signal the bat yeah. signal the ain yeah. signal to like the group chats of like the young dudes and the older dudes and i got like a a good crew of people that are like we got because we got a van now so we nice. have eight seats and seven because i'm one of them so yeah and then we try to fill them with like like a diverse group of like different skaters that i just, i know so many young kids and like i know all the i've been right. skating for so long i'm like, right yeah. we have you, different sessions you got so, everyone from a nine-year-old to brian westgate in the trunk yeah you know? exactly dude <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so it's like yeah we got a good crew going to the sick park it's like a two-hour drive and it's at a lake so you can swim at the skate park oh, nice. and then it's just this big concrete flowy park and it flows in a big circle and then there's all these humps and quarter pipes in the middle and you can just like go around the perimeter and just it's so fun and there's Hell a yeah. sick ass mini ramp and you're under all these trees and you're at this beautiful lake it's so we're gonna do that That's sick yeah pretty we don't sick. have anything like that oh like a dude. lake and a skate park is there, a, is there a rope swing involved here somewhere? Uh, last time we were just throwing like the young ones in the water, like just grabbing <laughs> them, like throwing them. I don't remember a rope swing, but that would be epic. It's a yeah. two hour drive. It's a hike. But like if you do it and you stay for hours, you're just going to have a good day, you know? Yeah, for sure. I saw two young kids like get into like a, they were kind of playing, but they were kind of getting serious. Like they were just like choking each other out and like oh, all right. each other, like getting yeah. all aggressive. But they, they didn't get out of control, but they were like, nobody was there. The last time I was there, really, it was kind of empty. Yeah. I went there one time, and it was a full rain. It rained so heavy, and we are just trapped under. And then it dried, and we got a skate. That was a pretty epic session. Awesome. Yeah. We got – so we just have our local park, and then there's a there's a park on Fort Bragg. Um, the, the base actually has its own park, which is kind of cool. Where Where uh, are you again exactly? I'm in North, the, Carol North Carolina. North Carolina, that's yeah. right. And then we've got Roan Park, which is our local. And then uh, Florence, South Carolina, just rebuilt a. I one love of their that parks. name. Florence is such yeah. a sick name. Florence has got a cool park. So they they did hire a skate company, you know, skate park building company to come in and build their bowl and everything. But they had some extra materials and time left at the end. And they didn't just pack their shit and leave. They walked 10 feet over to the DIY spot that was down there and they cleaned it up. Oh, so they didn't, sick. they didn't take away anything that made the DIY what it was, but they made that shit look nice. And they put in a couple extra boxes and things like that. And it was really, they, it, that's a they, solid move. Yeah. They made the DIY match the park. They just built like colors and style without taking away any of the DIY obstacles. It's a solid you move know. because there's, there's always just like with anything there's just some people that either don't aren't aware and they just trash a place or yeah. they're young or they get out of control or they're not having fun or they're reckless or whatever but it's a solid move if you decide to do that and like just yeah. pick up the trash i like to do that sometimes just like where you can make yeah. a difference you know it's like, cool that's like a good they, move. they refinished some of the things they painted some of the things like that's right they, they put in work it's yeah cool. people that maintain diys are fucking yeah. sick my friend jared has maintained a DIY for so long and just kept adding and like the thing is sick, you know, just yeah. grew plimside. And then 
down in Elizabethtown, which is like a 40 minute drive in Elizabethtown, North Carolina, there's there's essentially a half pipe. So it's not a vert ramp, but definitely a half pipe, not a mini ramp. How tall? How tall? I think the short end's about five feet. The tall end's about 10, 11 feet. You could jump um, off that easy. I know. Yeah. So <laughs> went down there once recently. That was the first time I've been down there. And just, I just got it. All I can do right now is 5 0 grind back down, 5 0 grind back. Like little. Do you wear nuts. any pads? Oh, man. I'm. 45 i'm wearing all the pads i can't i'm wearing padded shorts like i'm i'm all in on some protection you know <laughs> good so, for you smart you smart <laughs> uh, so my level of my level of protection i i'm always going to wear wrist guards because that's the number one thing i'm going to smash first so yeah, I've, I've worn yeah. wrist guards since day one when i first learned skateboarding i always had like a wrist injury or yeah. an elbow swollen or like an my chins yeah. or my ankles like because you're learning how to like yeah. move your body and like figure out bales and sometimes right. to get certain tricks you got to know how to take a fall that way that's For the only sure. way you're like so so yeah always, yeah always risk guards if i'm trying a board slide or grind on a, on a ledge or rail that i've never tried i'll usually throw elbow pads on because i'm i'm worried about slipping back yeah that um, makes sense and then if I'm doing something where I'm just not comfortable, then the helmet comes on and then knee pads in the bowl. Um, and I have no shame in wearing knee pads. No one has ever given me any crap of wearing pads, probably because I get the 45-year-old man pass. Like, yeah. I can walk in, like, fucking steak both marshmallow man. And everyone's going to be like, oh, man, right on. <sighs> so, like, I take advantage of that. But I have no problem uh, padding up. In the summer, it's just so hot. But yeah. I, I do prefer to wear knee pads with shorts versus pants in the winter like i hate wearing knee pads with pants like yeah yeah but in the winter like it's so cold at the bowl but our sunnier days less we get less rain in the winter here than we do in the summer we get these afternoon thunderstorms here in the summer winter you can skate year round it's just cold yeah you know but i know i'm in new england so i, I can't imagine but you got an indoor like we don't I, have an I indoor have, i'm so fortunate i have yeah. uh the edge indoor skate park in taunton massachusetts it's been there forever and like uh it's like um yeah it's a saving grace man in the middle of winter because people a... just go there from all different states and you're just like there's a session to be had even if there's no one there yeah. that's kind of like a lucky catch because it's like Wow, the park's wide open. We got an indoor up in Holly Springs, which is about an hour and 15 minute drive for me, but it's made more for BMX. They do have a micro mini ramp upstairs, which is Ooh. like a foot and a half tall. And yeah. I had never skated a mini ramp in like six months into my skating. I went there and I was like, I'm going to skate this today. And I, I walked away with a four trick line after never skating a what? mini ramp in my life. I was like, oh man, that's cool. It's just, it was simple. It was like rock to fakey, rock and roll, fakey rock. And then I had a, uh, Five, uh, 50 50 across the top and something else and i was like oh man that's a victory but yeah, like definitely. it doesn't it doesn't transfer to a regular ramp like that little micro mini like just builds so much confidence yeah um, but that's a good place to start because uh you yeah. can learn it there without having to like get yeah. too hurt from a fall you know and, then and the you... rest of the place is like giant for, for yeah. you know scooter kids to fly 10 million feet in the air into foam pits <laughs> and stuff and then they've got a wood pump track in the back, but it's definitely made for BMX on a skateboard. It's super fast. And the the turns, like you're going to be on the wall. You're, you're going to be top gun. Sounds kind of you're going to be inverted. Kind of you know, sounds you fun. Get that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so they got sounds that. Sounds hard though. <laughs> and then there's one place called Above the Board in uh, Winston-Salem. It's about two hours from here, but that's oh, pretty see. legit like indoor, indoor park. I haven't been up there yet just because it's two hours away. Um, but I definitely need to make that trip. 
Yeah, if you so, go and then tend to stay for like three hours, it's worth it. Yeah. So, um, on the mini ramp, I always say go from the bottom up. Learn to pump and balance on the ramp. Like, yeah. It's easy to get carried away or to like not be able to learn how to pump naturally on the yeah. on the ramp. But it sounds for like me, the bowl skating helps with the pumping because I bowl yeah. skate a lot. Um, the hard the difference for me, like bowl skating, I'm in a flow of things. I'm going around, so I'm getting tricks on the way to the next place. The the mini ramp and the one down in Elizabethtown, that back and forth movement, like my brain ha- is not trained right now to calculate what I'm going to do next. I it's, have to know. It's because you have next. to practice switch stance. Yeah. That's what you're doing is you're going up regular and then you're riding away fakie and that turns into switch. Yeah. So then I'm, you have to be comfortable. You have to learn to push switch comfortably and have your feet wide and learn to ride switch comfortably. For sure. And then, so you'll hit one wall and then you'll come back and you'll be able to set up switch for the next wall yeah. and be able to navigate it. You have to definitely think early and be set up earlier. Right. Sometimes it helps to have more space in between. If it's really quick, it's hard to like adjust. You know? This one's got a pretty good flat bottom. It's nice. just, uh, I think you got to have a plan. I think that's what I learned the first time. I just, I was just dropping in like, you know, five old kick turn at the top of the coping over and over and over again. I was like, I was just dizzy, you know, yeah. like yeah. I didn't have a plan. So I just went round and round and round and round and round and round. And I was like, okay, I'm dizzy. I'm going to step out now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but it's something, if it was close, like that's definitely something I would be down to, to learn how to do. Mini ramps uh, help your style too. Cause you have yeah. to learn to set up different stances and navigate both walls. So it kind of, it helps you loosen up a bit, you know, it's like, but I just say go from the bottom and pump your way to the oh, top. Yeah. That way, yeah. if you do that every session, start at a dead stop on the flat bottom and yeah. then give yourself like back up to the back, the, the, the back wall and then give yourself as much space and then kick and learn how to pump from the bottom up to your up at the coping. Yeah, That'll help sure. you find your timing too. Cause then you'll actually earn where the coping is. Cause a lot of yeah. times people drop in, they have so much speed. It just shoots them up there. Yeah. And then That's they're scared to come in. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. you gotta go from the I, bottom. I'm up. just shooting in five. Oh, yeah. back <laughs> down. Yeah. Just back down the other side, you know? Yeah. Uh, the control. some, I filmed some with the 360 camera, so we'll see how that how that oh, turns so, out. You know, yeah, the 360 control, cameras, dope. Yeah, those things. Is it the one where you have to hold the stick? Yeah, so like, I got yeah, sick. so I got the the GoPro Max one, and what I what I like about it is not like holding it. I've learned that you I can set it up on my tripod and oh, I can sick. just skate everywhere, and then in the editing I can move it like a cameraman. Where oh I'm yeah. At. I've actually used one before yeah. and I remember like messing with that yeah. like, functionality. So that's what I like about it. It's like, oh man, I don't have a camera guy, but my boy tripod here with this new camera is going to hook me up. It's like having like, come on, Elon, skate, yeah. film our robots, right. drones, like, doo, yeah. doo, 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 doo. <laughs> but it's uh, that you need that a filmer though. Cool. Everyone needs a filmer. That's why the filmer is so valuable. You find someone yeah. who likes filming. It's like, I just, you got to find guy's... someone that loves filming because yeah, respect you, that guy because they are going to follow you so many times. <laughs> Times. they're gonna be in the trenches with you for I, sure I, I, the land's I, gonna feel like yeah. they're make at times they're gonna be like oh just as like psyched <laughs> like i feel bad about it when i'm asking someone to film for me and it's taking me a while and it's digital like it's deletable think about the you know when your generation early on it was vhs like people were using real tape 
doing real se- tape sequences over on a camera, yeah. shooting the sequences, yeah. I was like, everyone felt like I was just, I was burning money, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's so much real film, you know? Yeah, that's Sammy and them. All our videos have been like VX just because they want to keep that going just because yeah. it's like you're paying for the film and it's just something cool to have, you know? That's gnarly. We've done some, I do a lot of the digital stuff for the vlogs and stuff, but usually our full lengths, like Sammy's been filming them and then Dan McGrath filmed some for us. It's fucking yeah, but like uh, shooting sequences was always like yeah. the one where you're like, I was gonna say on the mini ramp, all that nuance below the coping is where you get the balance to in the in and sure. earn to be up on the coping, you know. Right. So it's like all in learning to pump your way up to the top and learn tail and no stalls. Even if you start at the bottom and like learn them real basic and try to ride them out, the more you do that, the more control you have. And then as you get that moment, it comes yeah. like a swing set, and then you find the coping, and then. That's what I do. I just need to go take my time with it because I was there with some homies and they were just they were shredding it, right? That's what they do. People and do I was that, like, yeah. oh, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go full send, but all I could do is up and back, up and back, up and back a million times. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm not really accomplishing anything here. <laughs> yeah, so well, that helps you too, because like yeah. you're almost almost a little bit ahead because now you know what you're working towards, you yeah. know, because you can get lucky like dropping in and hitting the coping a bunch, right. like you can find a rhythm and a speed. But it's like that gets boring after a well, while. Oh, for you, sure. You got to get down below and like work your way up to that 50 stall. Yeah. It's called a stall because you right. got to stall it and that's where the control comes. And it just takes time, you know? Like, but it's the most yeah. rewarding shit. A mini ramp and flat ground are the two best things in skateboarding for sure. I'm, a, I'm the three Bs. I'm boxes, bowls, and banks. Those wow. Are my, so those, those are all awesome too. <laughs> those are my things, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, if I had a choice, I would just be a ledge guy. Like I just want to nice. skate ledges. Like I think you can do everything cool on you a gotta ledge. You got to get bags, bag your pants, and bring that jersey then, back. Yeah, that's you know what it. I mean? yeah. <laughs> then Rob, watch some Rob Welsh. I don't know if you ever know Rob Welsh, but yeah, he's Rob. from Maine. He's from Maine. He rips. You know, you know what's funny is, I love like street skating, but none of my favorite skaters are street skaters. Like I love all the legends. I like the the lance mountains and the chris millers and you know guys i I think willie santos is probably the closest thing to like a legend street skater that i watched but that's because i grew up with him and he's kind of like the in-between of that thing too willie's unbelievable he's like a a thing of his own like willie's so good at skateboarding and like current dudes the only dude i watch skate and go holy crap and i know there's a million great ones to me it's it's um jake hayes from death wish yeah just because he's he can skate anything and he's got this incredible pop. Like I've never seen anyone pop the way he does. And every time I'm like, that's incredible. Like, how does he get his board up like that? It's just, he just does everything with a very casual style, but so much power at the same time. Street street skating is in an, um, street skating is in an amazing place. Like it's so cool to watch. There's so many good street skating videos because there's so many different styles and ways to approach street skating. It's the best when you watch someone that's dedicated their time to filming a video part, like right. out in the streets. It's a whole different thing. It's like you're trying to find a trick. You're, you're either finding a spot that matches a trick or you're trying to do look for either or. And like right. you just end up places. Good things happen sometimes and you get something you didn't expect. It's so sick to film the whole thing and like yeah. work on it. That's like the fa- thing I love about then, skating. Then just these versatile guys like, you know, um, I shot where and and these guys just they, they can skate anything. It's oh like universe. Yeah, they right. just hit everything. Yeah, um, like, w- Willie Santos is a really nice person too. Right. Like he's yeah. always like 
the coolest dude ever. I grew up in the same uh, ghetto ass neighborhood as him in in San Diego. Yeah. So like uh, in Rancho Penasquitas in San Diego is where I grew up, where he grew up. That's where his shop's at now. Willie's workshop. Yeah, exactly. And uh, man, yeah, he was good. Who knew he was going to be a legend? Like, you know, he was just a little kid like the rest of us, you know, growing up. I went to elementary school with him. He probably was like, who? I don't know that guy. Yeah. But I remember you, man. Uh, Dude was crushing it. So. Yeah, he's got such a good demeanor and approach. I yeah. love Willie Santos. Yeah, it's just good, good homies. Like growing up in San Diego, it was tons of great skaters. Um, and that's like, that was just normal. Like everyone was just good. And I was like, man, I'm just pushing. Like, I'm just going to go fast everywhere. That was, that was my skateboarding in the eighties. How fast yeah. can I go somewhere? That's maybe, the, one of the funnest things. Yeah. You know, maybe <laughs> hit a, hit a, hit a hill, you know, maybe a launch ramp, maybe a, you know, a, a, a crappy slappy board slide back in the day on some giant curb you know um but that was it that was the extent of my skateboarding in the 80s and everyone else got so good when i in the 90s hit that's when like skaters really became skaters out there in my mind and i was like man i don't fit into that crowd and that's i went the athletic route and they they kept skating and uh now i'm like oh man all i want to do is skate and it's funny because <laughs> like people from like my you know high school facebook group they you skate you didn't even skate in school i was like nope <laughs> i skated 45 and they're like that's wild and then the guys that used to skate barely touch their boards anymore you know yeah yeah that's sick that's a sick thing about skating is that it's there for you at a, whatever age like if you learn yeah. to balance and ride the thing you get the feeling it's like that doesn't really go out it's like it stays yeah stays like a little spark in you you know the, the crazy part is like i didn't really think about it for years um in 2006 and 7 i tried to teach my kids how to skate because they were younger and they didn't really bite into it they weren't but like i had got my ollie back at that point you know oh, teaching teaching them and then and then life you know got in the way they weren't interested so i didn't touch it for another 10 years but during that 10 year period like I'm watching videos, I'm reading books, like I'm absorbed in the culture, but I'm not doing it. And then the minute I had some free time when I was at a year long school is when I, when I drove, dove headfirst in and I haven't let it go since I haven't let whatever life has thrown at me over the last four years has not taken away my skateboarding time. Yeah. I've I've just, I've just refused to let, that's the one thing I've refused to let slip away um there's other shit like the garage not clean like there's there's a lot of other things not happening because i gotta mow my lawn tomorrow yeah (laughs) he just reminded me right (laughs) like because skateboarding is happening there's a few things uh that aren't happening but it's also like man does it really matter if my garage is fucked not really like (laughs) when i need it to be straight it'll be straight you've spoken to, like a true addict bro. yeah yeah but <laughs> but today today's a sunny day and we're gonna go skate and then i get i get almost broken hearted when the when it rains because my free time is so limited like yeah. when i lose a skate day <laughs> due to rain i'm just my wife will tell you like i'm just head down just miserable just sad little <laughs> panda you know it's like oh. i totally get that you know. dude I turn into I turn into a child. I'm just like sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Just kicking dirt around. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I hate rain. My wife's like, rain's amazing for the flowers. Like, I hate rain. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. I used to be super like that. You get so worked up about a session because you're like thinking about what 
Sometimes yeah. you're thinking about what you were working on or what you want to do, and you're like, you're just excited and then <laughs> just yeah. dusted. The session gets dusted. I like, I just, I like being around the people. Like, I don't have like people I call and go, hey, man, let's go skateboarding. I just don't have, unfortunately, those peers. But I've got a couple few dudes from the skate park, like, hey, are you going to be at the park? Yeah, I'm going to be at the park and like have a great time together. Or, our local shop, uh, DeVille Skate Shop, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Shout out. Yeah. They opened an annex shop at the park. So the city had a building there that they used for, it was, a, it was a regular park before they built the skate park. And they had this empty building that they weren't using. And so they made a deal with them where they're going to run skate camps and things like that. And they get to use that building. So they put a whole annex shop down there. So you've got snacks, you've got boards, you've got a big screen with videos going all the time. So now you can go out and get your session. And when you want to get a snack or drink or you bust a bearing or whatever, you can just walk right over to that little annex shop, hang out, you know, um, you know, chill out with people and, and support the shop and then go back to your session without leaving the park. And yeah, it's man, the, the ed- amazing. The Edge Skate Park has a skate shop too, which is sick. Yeah. So you got everything right there. Just really appreciate that because before you would have to literally get in a car and drive five miles uh, to go to the shop if you needed something. And now it's just like, oh, it's right here. I got a flat spot on my wheel or whatever. I'm just going to go fix it. Session uh, continues. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I always have. I always have extra boards in my trunk because I am an addict and I overbuy, but I share my addiction with any kid that's, you know, crushing any person that's got a piece of crap board. I'm, they're getting a board, but then they can just go over to the shop and they got all the tools and they can switch their stuff out. And yeah, just, good move. You know, good move. Yeah. You know, Makes a difference. I can't, I, I don't know if it's guilty conscience or anything, but I can't stand seeing a kid crushing it on a piece of crap board knowing that i have all these boards that i could never <laughs> i could never skate them all you know i get so that like, like i i love them all i buy them all with the intention of skating them and i just never get around to them so then okay i'm gonna throw this one in the car now and that's the next board that's that's going to the next kid uh, i say kid a lot of them are like in their 20s you know college age kids um that just don't have the money or the family support or whatever they need for a board i'm like man here you go and you'd be amazed sometimes it's hard to give away a board like some people don't believe you like <laughs> hey man take this no are you serious like yeah man for real like you deserve it you're putting in the work and they're like oh man that's crazy are you? yeah that's a good <laughs> you know? move dude that helps to the right person that needs it and yeah. to be honest it's like it's nice to get that when you get an extra deck or the deck your one's beat up and you get that yeah. pop again and then you get more hours on your board and that helps dude i used to like growing up i was always trying to find ways to buy back my skate time because like things cost money you know so yeah. and i'm like an obsessive person like and skating was helping me physically and mentally like with a lot of baggage and stuff so like I just anything I could do to get that free time to just focus on skateboarding yeah. was like helping me, you know. So yeah. just going to do it like a shop when I was growing up. Solstice would give me extra decks, like used decks that they same thing you're doing. Yeah, and it gave me the. I was really they could tell I was like really focused on skating. They knew it wasn't gonna just be wasted, you know. Right. And uh, it helped me, you know. Yeah. Because that like, was time I could just be focused, and I had that that board gives you more hours, you know. A lot of times people are getting like brand new boards still wrapped up for me or I might, or I might've had a board set for like 
three sessions, three sessions for a board for me, you're getting a brand new board. Like I'm not killing a board in, in three sessions. Uh, I'm like, oh man, here, just take this. I can't, I can't in good conscience hold on to this one. I've got boxes at home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've tried to get better at it. Um, not buying for the wrong reasons, Yeah, but I've yeah. realized that I'm actually a secret art collector and that's why I have so many boards. <laughs> like, I, like, Welcome I'm, to the club. Dude. Right. Like, I, like the, the, there's just the certain amount of art that just goes to every one of them that makes them so different. And if you don't get it, when you get it, you may never get it. So yeah. like, I'm going to buy it, you know, and hopefully, hopefully get around it. You know, you never know when you need a, an extra Neil blender laying around, you know, <laughs> ready, you know, ready to go. That's it. <laughs> like, oh, shit. That's I love it. showing off my collection. Like I'll oh. have like some of the team riders come over and I'll break out of some of it and just yeah. like, check it out. You know, like, I've got a wall of boards. Like I've, I've bought a lot of these Lance Mountain special editions. GNS has been dropping some classics. I just got this. This. This is oh, a sick. complete replica. Sorry for the camera. It's a complete replica of a 1981 uh, Saldano pineapple board. Oh, right. Sick, so they, man. so I'll sign it. Oh, wow. I love that color that, like, so like a beige almost or like a. So they issued this, which was the 1981 remake, but then they, he still skates. I mean, he's been pro since the 70s. And they, so they did a then and now, so that's his then board. And then they did a now board, which is a oh. little bit wider, a little more of a welcome shape, kind of a yeah. fat board with a shape. Um, so I bought the then and now series from them setting that up. And here's the funny part. You might appreciate this. I ordered tracker trucks to put on the GNS board. Like I didn't know you could still find tracker trucks and they're still making them. Are they still yeah. their website and everything? They do. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought some tracker trucks and I got some old, uh, gns 59 millimeter you know wheels kind of like clear iridescent yellow from back in the day to go yeah, on it and uh, i used to ride trackers so or like yeah, i'd have like a tracker base plate and then like a yeah. orion like hanger or something right. <laughs> like so, mixing and matching but the dudes over at gns they don't drop a lot of boards you know mostly a surfboard company now they were you know surf before they were skateboard and then they started making skateboards in the 70s or really in the 60s and then obviously sponsored Stacey Peralta back in the day and their team but now they only drop some uh remakes of some of their 70s and 80s boards like the warp tail 2 or something a special drop like this but man I'm such a huge supporter because when I was growing up in San Diego like GNS was like that was the culture that was the the surf culture in skateboarding Powell was the you know bones brigade and all that but GNS was very San Diego so anytime I can support them on a drop I'm definitely picking that shit up. And when I pulled these boards out, it's very, not very often you pull a board out and you're like, this is just really well made. Like the paint they use on these boards is like a mat and it's just a flat match. It's so nice. It feels like care was put into it, you know? Yeah, that's Man, it. I love it. But I like all this shit. It's definitely an addiction. It's definitely a problem. <laughs> like, it's like, there's shit. I probably have 15 complete set up right now. Yeah. They're all they're all different. <laughs> Where are you keeping they're, them? <laughs> I've got a rack and I've got a rack in my uh doorway when you first walk in the house that I have made an oak rack that holds nine boards um, completes and then uh the trunk is packed uh because I don't know what I'm gonna skate today because every board is built for a different purpose. Yeah. Um 
Yeah. And then there's some here and I took over my, this is my daughter's room. I took it over while she's in college for my YouTube You're in studio. the podcast studio. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she's, there's some boards in here, you know, but man, I just, it's, it's a crazy addiction. And it like, is it the colors? Is it the fact that I can, is it the art? Is it the, it's all of it, it man. the possibilities in every board that like something drew me towards that board. Like I wanted it. And I think it's, it's endless possibilities in every board and all these different boards make me want to skate different ways too. Yeah. They don't do the same tricks on the same boards. Like some, some boards just make you make a cape, make you possible or, or help you get different tricks, you know, yeah. you know, how, depending on how it's set up. It brings uh, out a different style. Like if a board set yeah. up for carving, you're going to tend to right. go that way. You know, it kind of can restrict, yeah. restrict it, you know? Right. yeah that's awesome man that seems like you got open up a lot of possibilities you know yeah it's definitely an addiction though like when i have to move i'm going to be like man that's a lot of boards when i have to put them all in one spot to pack them and like when i have to like have my intervention with myself and come to reality <laughs> of how much skateboard shit i have gathered up over the last four and a half years it might be a little embarrassing you're talking to the right yeah. person though i back <laughs> it fully yeah. <laughs> like so. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna put your microphone board behind me for this because I've got your 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 Shetler uh sick man. So yeah, fucking uh, I love that microphone graphic. board. Yeah, that's a sick graphic. That was our wartime series, and yeah. it was just kind of just the microphone. That was when I started the podcast too. Hell yeah. And then I've got your uh the prosper board set up as my my street board. So I don't get to skate this board a lot because I've I've made a I've made myself a deal, it will not get skated in a park. Like an all I need board cannot be skated in a nice crispy park. Like for me, I have to get a I have to get street clips on this board. I respect that. You know? I respect the so shit out of that. It's got I put rails on it. I put sex bolts on it too, so the rails won't get loose. Oh sick. Um I put I'm riding it with um Ace. Wait, the sex bolts go across? Yeah, they go through the top, and then you you drill the male portion of the screw through the rail, and then it goes to the female portion going through the board. Yeah. Nice and solid. Um, I, I put some uh, Ace AF1s on it. Oh, nice. With some Dodo bushings, though, because the Ace bushings are way too smushy for street for me. I need yeah. a little more stability. It's great in the bowl, bad for street for me. And then uh, I did rick the chrome clouds on it because I... I don't know what terrain is going to be. So I wanted a little bit softer wheel, but I yeah. wanted chrome rims because it's a prosper board. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it needed some chrome on it, but I've, I've, it doesn't leave my car because that's the one I'm going to get street clips on. Like if I'm going to the street, that's the board I'm going to ride. So my goal my goal is to get 12 street clips on that, on that uh, board this year. And because I've never, I've never posted a street clip outside of a, outside of a slappy dang dude so that's at, good though at, that at means four, there's a whole whole landscape right, out there right. to explore so at 45 can i get 12 tricks in the streets absolutely that's the goal, you dude know? you need to find a bank first off yeah right like find a bank for sure and then go for need there. a bank need a good ledge yeah um uh i think i could do some sort of gap but i think i'm gonna early grab it Ooh. you know just for that's like that's what i'm probably gonna do so you know? i'm working on an edit right now and it's gonna go up hopefully tomorrow 
watch that because dude okay. the young the young bucks i took them around my town and like other areas and i found like gaps and all types of crazy stuff that would work for nice. them you know because yeah. they're they're beginners at a right. certain level like it was their first time going to street spots so like we're just explore i'm exploring a city but with the mindset of like a nine-year-old because right. elijah's nine and chloe's like 12 or 13 and then we have like 15 16 so we found all so many fun spots. You should get a hill bomb in your street clip in your oh, street. Oh, I'll definitely do that. Yeah. yeah. Find like a fun hill bomb and film it. Oh, like we we I, got a bunch in the next edit drop and we had, I did one hill bomb. It was funny. It's a it's a short video because that's all the video is is a hill bomb. And nice. I had I hadn't hit bombed a hill since the eighty five, right, in San Diego. And I set up the the I bought the Alva Lost seventy eight deck. Because they found they refound the shape of the original 1978 Alva, so I bought that. Put some Ace on it and some I don't know what the wheels were, but some big soft street wheels. And the funny part is, I set this board up. I was like, I'm gonna bomb this hill, and I just went to the hill and just went down. And halfway, not halfway, the first quarter of the hill, I realized I haven't adjusted these trucks. I haven't bombed the hill in a million years. <laughs> what do I remember? weight on the front foot weight on the front foot weight on the that's all i remember from the 80s was as long as you had weight on your front foot you'll stop the they'll stop the speed wobbles never abandoned ship yeah man. that's all i remember and i just went because at first i was just gonna carve it right but then a car started coming up this way so i got going straight and once i was going straight i wasn't bringing that carve back yeah so yeah. then it was like okay whew, we're going yeah. That's and, the best. Uh, you see a yeah. car in the middle of a hill bomb, you're like, fuck. And then yeah. you're like, okay, I got this. Like, yeah, so, but I survived it. It's a it's a short clip, but uh man, yeah, that was fun. And I was like, maybe I should uh remember to adjust the trucks next time before I just go straight down with you know, straight off the shelf trucks. Uh into dude, a I've been bomb. A, I've been in situations <laughs> where I didn't have a board and I took someone else's board, yeah. or like you and you just like, get into it and you're like, Oh, this is bigger than I I've taken I've eaten shit on hill bombing. Oh yeah, where you slide so far, you have the scab on your whole oh, back, man. basically, and your knees and shit. Man, growing up in San Diego, all the the black asphalt, like the tar, <laughs> and that just get that would just get into you, you know. Just but that was so that was the '80s skating for us was like, where's the biggest next hill? Like yeah. before, people had fancy boards and sliding all around. We were just going, you know, just go like the movie thrashing, right? That's what inspired us all, you know, back in yeah, the day. That's the best. It's still a classic movie. Anyway, everyone should go watch thrashing. That's just <sighs> great. You know, uh, just love it. But I don't know. I think every board, like I was saying, just has different possibilities and just opens a door to what's next, you know? Yeah. And I like supporting the skate community. I don't, I don't buy anything else. I'm not a car guy. I'm not a gun guy. Like, I'm buying boards. That's what I'm spending my money on. And hey, you don't gotta convince you know, me, dude. Sounds yeah, like someone else, not yeah, me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's funny because sometimes I'm like, what am I doing, man? But then I think about I do, I think about the hobbies other people have and the money they're putting into them. I'm like, I'm doing all right. Yeah. You no, know, I'm doing good. Skateboarding, yeah. like just the aspect of like the community aspect of it brings so much joy to like just being a part of something cool and being able to be able to uh, be observing it and yeah. watching it and seeing other people doing it and then you do contributing in your own way. And yeah. it's so cool that there's so many different people in skateboarding and different approaches now. It's yeah. like, it's unbelievable, like the depth that skateboarding has. And well, like, I hear something funny, like off the subject when I was in Korea. 
I'd have to, you know, take the train to all the uh, different skate parks. And if I set up a new board and got on the train, I felt like such a poser because of like this crispy, fresh, everything board. And here I am like American on the train. Like, <laughs> it's like, I love a fresh board, but not when I'm traveling. Cause it looks, you look like you don't skate. Yeah. Like, I, like, so sometimes I would skate like the most beat up boards if I was traveling far, just cause I didn't want to look like this board's <laughs> never touched the ground. <laughs> you know? Like, the guy doesn't know what the hell he's yeah, doing. Yeah, look at this guy. That board's never done it. It's an Ollie. Is this more yeah. fashion than function? <laughs> right, or what? right, yeah. For You're real. out there. <laughs> but like, I don't know why I would think about that on the boards. Like, I would be setting up a board, and I'm like, oh man, this looks way too good. Where's the shittiest set of trucks I've got? <laughs> like, they're yeah. going on this board, you know? So, so funny. This one kid, I can't remember where we were, but we were somewhere, and this like kid was like. He's just looked at my board and I was, it was like a new board and I didn't, yeah. and to be honest, I didn't do that many nose slides, but he called me out. He looked at my nose and he's like, and it wasn't scratched up. It looked yeah. new. And he's like, yo, you must not be good. You look at your nose. Like he called me yeah. out his mad yeah. little. And I You're was like, like <laughs> yeah. I was number two in the world, man. <laughs> I was skating all the time, but he was right. Yeah. I wasn't doing as many nose slides as I yeah. should have been. So that's I forgot cool. it in, dude. That's hilarious. But yeah, that was weird. What's going on with World, man? Why are they shutting the website down? Did you see that? Well, so we had the website shut down for a while, dude. Like, because uh, we're selling direct to skate shops. That's good. Yeah. So, but um, it's like an official, like we're officially shutting it down just to sell direct to skate shops. Nice. Yeah. Which is nice. It's a good approach. And that's the approach I want to go because we have a good amount of skate shops that support world and all I need and stuff. Yeah. So to sell direct to them is like the way to go, you know? I definitely passed your information to um to DeVille Terry at DeVille Skate Shop. I'm gonna re-engage him on that one. Sick, um, man. I um I wanna come down your way. So oh, I, yeah. I gotta get to North Carolina because there's too many people down there that I like know that are cool and I wanna hang yeah. out and skate. So I still have that on my agenda as far as like a trip in the van and Hell yeah. pick my crew and I just so you guys gotta plan it so you hit North Carolina and then eight hours to Orlando. Orlando is building amazing oh, parks yeah. right now. We've done yeah. like Orlando like for years and years. We'd go down yeah. for surf expo and then street skate. They're I think building. we're going to go and stay more in, in that area, like yeah. um, Virginia, too. Yeah. Virginia Beach and then hit North Carolina. Virginia Beach just got a nice new park last year. I know you're looking for street spots, but they just built a huge, nice new I park I mean, we'll go, to, we'll go to parks, yeah. too. Like, I, I'm down to go visit skate parks and just have fun and skate whatever, you know? Oh, yeah. We'll find street stuff, too. But I also was thinking, like, just show up and skate local parks. It'll be fun as hell. How's the apparel versus skate going are you finding that division where you yeah. want it to be it's getting there it takes time but yeah. like we're we've got it now where it's like uh there's a little bit of separation which has been awesome like to be able to do different stuff with all i need with different people and promote different things because i grew up with just yeah. skating you know so right. like, all i need skate is just like mostly it's skateboards you know that's what i think of it you know yeah but the apparel like i love fashion and i know so many creative people it's like i want to be able to expand do more in that aspect so like i've like been transitioning it so we could do run them as separate entities almost you know? I, got a, I got a question for you i've kind of wondered for a while what is your obsession with the sea so lighthouses octopuses like is that just because of the nature of where you grew up or like 
is there's something to the ocean with you that's like deeply internal because you do a lot of ocean style graphics yeah i mean i i grew up skating new bedford and it's like where moby dick's out of and oh, it's a port and all the boats there and like there's the sea element i mean it's a city and i lived yeah. in the projects but yeah. like my yeah. mom would work down by the docks and like it so and then new england just covered with it and my friend peter is an amazing artist and yeah he's obsessed with it as well so nice. and he lives a little different life than me so we always collaborate together yeah um and it travels down the coast like we get a lot of support right. all down the east yeah coast, it makes it very east coast like yeah. that's what that's what i take from it is like it's completely different vibe from the west coast and you're like you're bringing that aspect to the east which street skating in the east from what i understand is hard compared to the west coast um <laughs> like we don't have the best sidewalks and curbs and roads you know we don't have these crispy red curbs everywhere the west coast has yeah um, so the weather just yeah. the weather just destroys and rebuilds the terrain so it's constantly changing and nothing's like ever really perfect for too long you know yeah. like if you scour enough like it's it's a different element and you got to approach your skating i love east coast skating because it's so tr i don't know it's like the truest thing you just yeah. go out and you like have to deal with the elements and f carve out a spot and make it work you know like I, when i yeah. lived in california it's amazing there's like so many good spots but at the same time there's something about just having some texture and grit to it you know and like, texture that's a good way to put it yeah there's east like, coast has texture for sure yeah that like videos too the colors and the the spots you have to get creative and like you can do it all you know it's like so okay. cool i love it it's like northern california is like that yeah that's awesome yeah just uh i like to look at like all the graphics you you and your your artists are putting together they're sick i yeah. really like the last set blew my mind um with the hot air balloon and that shit that was just yeah that we was did like pure, the explorer series the explorer series with my friend then, matt that was so and, fun and then just the simple black deck with the praying hands that thing's beautiful like very simple beautiful deck i like it all man i want them all i'm always on there looking like, oh, oh hell yeah <laughs> we just we just dropped another collab with narragansett beer too the fresh catch and uh yeah Peter's art. He did the lop, the old lobster trap with the lobster like reaching out That's for the sick. for the fresh catch gantt. I love yeah. it and the colors and just like the whole thing is sick. But so with the apparel, I just like I like my lady does a lot of motion stuff and like Chloe's mom Gina's into yoga and movement and there my girl pole dances and I know like a lot of kids that have like cool fashion like Dev has yeah. like style and fashion and like. So with the clothes, I feel like I can get a little like I can touch into these different worlds and like work with these people that I care about and that I've been skating with forever That's or hanging awesome. out with or like Chloe's mom's Chloe is one of my favorite skaters yeah. and like my lady, obviously, and yeah. my friend Trembley shoots these amazing photos like I don't know if you saw the snow owl board that we put out. It did. Yeah, yeah. my friend Chris Trembley just gets lost in the middle of New Hampshire and all over the place and finds the most beautiful photos and animals and he shoots it. You're making photos. everything there, right? Like I see Instagram posts of the sewing machines going like you're doing everything local. Yeah, it's all in house right there, man. That's so all awesome. the embroidery, we have a we screen print stuff, we have embroidery, we have a, a DTG printer, we have the heat press for the skateboards, like it's all the direct to, direct to garment printer, that's DTG. 
Yeah, so like yeah. if you see our newest run of t-shirts, like I'm yeah. rocking like a sample of Chloe's t-shirt. It's all these birds nice. and uh, there's so many colors. So yeah. it's literally like printer that prints out yeah. layers. And, like, That's sick. With the screen print, the manual screen print, you right. there was so many screens and layers and it'd be hard to get the tone and the, so, but yeah, That's so dope. we just like, cause I, when I, um, during the last recession, when I lost my sponsorship, I just took my savings and put it into, you know, I got a job at a screen printing and an embroidery spot. And I just started catching other people's brands at the end of the yeah. belt, like other people's companies and right. dreams and whatnot. And <laughs> learning catching how to, other people's dreams. That's a good yeah, way to put le it. Learning to count and organize yeah. and present it and package it and like everything else, you know, and like uh, learn to actually care about the thing and get it out to the customer, you know? Yeah. So I did that and then uh, I just worked my way into renting out a corner of the place because I've been working there for a long time now since the last recession and I love all the people that work there. Like they, Yeah, since 2008. Holy shit, that's a long yeah, time. Most of them don't even skate. Like I have uh, my couple of my skate buddies had worked there with me in the yeah. past, like Nick Barth and Jeff and stuff. But now I just like have my own little corner niched out with like these racks with like, you know, I have uh, anywhere from like two to 3,000 skateboards at a time, you know, and like – yeah moving in and out fast too. Like I were, especially in busy season, like I've been boxing up all these orders for, and I do some, I press some boards for like other friends, brands yeah. and stuff like that. Like it's not my main priority, but with world and all I need, like we stay pretty busy. Like, right. And we keep creating more art and working with different people. Like my friend, Nick Barth just did this like sloth board. That was like an idea I had. And it's just like, his, he's like been drawing since he's a kid like he was a kid yeah. and he just has like a funny creative style so like and then i don't know if you saw the t-shirt but it has a quarter pipe that just says all i need and it has a benihana that says disgust it's the emotion t-shirt okay i haven't seen that one i'm gonna check it out yeah it has a, uh, a mini a little quarter pipe and it just says all i need on it and underneath it just says joy because it's like nice. anyone who gets that you know and then a benihana and it says disgust just because like we think it's funny that if you take a Benihana too serious, there's always a guy yeah. that that's his trick and he's dead right. serious about it, but it's supposed to be a playful trick, you know? So you got to have sure. a sense of humor about a Benihana. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a, we, so like the apparel too, like I get to work with other artists too, which is really fun. You know, and I try and find like the skate company that makes the shirt that doesn't look like a skate shirt. Yeah. That I can like, we're like um, a polo shirt that just has like, I don't know, all I need, you know, so like I know I'm wearing it, but everyone else is like, yeah, he's golfing today, yeah. <laughs> you know. But I'm like, nah, this is a skate shirt. <laughs> you That's know, awesome. I, I bought like a nice, um, it's a long sleeve with a collar and three buttons. It's a chocolate shirt, but it's like a nice looking shirt, and like nobody gets it, but I get it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's sick. Like I'm comfortable and like I'm in a professional environment wearing these all black. Uh, you know uh suede s shoes you know people think i'm wearing my dress shoes nope i'm wearing s shoes yeah it's <laughs> you like know? you're infiltrated yeah, like corporate right. america yeah <laughs> that's a what little I bit of skate fashion in there yeah that's what i try and look for for things what can i sneak in here and there it's pretty funny i don't know why i enjoy that it's stupid because my peers are you know old and you know they golf <laughs> so yeah. so like yeah i get it dude i've always been into it. i love buying like all different types of i buy like low i have a bunch of low tops mid tops high tops i've designed a few uh i used to ride for elwood clothing i used to get this illest jeans like they in split apparel too they would just send me boxes of boxes of like awesome t-shirts and yeah. long sleeves and jackets and like i have 
has so my clothes collection is as heavy as my like skate collection you know that's a funny thing like before i started skating i went 21 years with like the same clothes i had in high school like i just wasn't buying clothes or anything and i started skating i didn't know i was a shoe head until i started skating and learning about oh, it's the different the, the shoes and then once i found the right shoe i have not really bought anything else i i have like seven different colors of the same damn shoe because once <laughs> you find that right shoe man it's hard to try something else i, I um, ran through the cost and ones the excels for a long yeah. time i rode these new york shoes i can't even remember the name but I must have skated so many pairs. My my first pro model for World Industries, I skated. Oh, dude, I used to. New York used to send me so many shoes. They'd like go to the ceiling. I'd have like they just keep sending them. I'm like, all right, and I'd give them away too. And I'm like, yeah. just and the boxes too were like ridiculous because it was New York was owned by Mark Echo at one point. So like. Okay. The boxes of clothes they'd send, I'd just give them to all my friends and family. Yeah. Like all my crew is like wearing New York stuff. Or yeah. It's just like goes, dude. For me, it's the the Adidas Tyshawn Jones Ooh, shoe. Nice. That shoe, it fits me. I'm comfortable. My feet don't hurt afterwards. It's just been once I put that shoe on, I haven't taken it off. Now they put out a low, and I tried it. Not the same shoe. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. the the minute they made it a low, it changed some things in it that don't work for me. Um, but man, once I found that shoe, like I'm always in fear that they're going to stop making it. <laughs> like, so, and I wear an 11 and a half. So on the drop, if I don't get that new shoe, when it comes out, I'm not going to get it. It's going to be gone. So yeah. I've got like a horde of Tyshawns in my room, like <laughs> collection. Bank. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't mean to collect them, but yeah, accidental collection there, <laughs> you know, it's just the perfect God shoe bless for me. You. <laughs> yeah, it's just the best shoe. I don't have to change the insole. It just fits the foot nice. And I, the first two years I was skating, I was I was trying every shoe out there, and I was just wasting money, destroying shoes, feet hurt, and that changed everything for me. Um, the sad part is I skated a pair of uh, the S Swift one point fives. I probably skated that shoe better than any shoe I ever skated, but my feet were miserable but I was getting tricks. Like I was getting, like, I felt the board, everything felt right. But I, uh, man, I was just, my feet were tired. Like they were just wearing me out. I've know? done that, man. I've wore like shoes that were too small just cause like, I don't know that felt right, but it definitely was hurting my feet more yeah. at the time, but even though I could skate in them and fine, you know? Right. But that'll jack up your knees. That'll jack up your back. Like that'll mess up everything over time. Yeah. so finding that finding that nice feel that's man it's hard to beat and then yeah i just pants, got some uh half cabs because chloe's been repping like so wearing them. i want to try the new ones because i heard they rebuilt them so the old ones the first time i tried half cabs they got a little floppy in the mid top yeah. but i heard they redesigned the whole thing so they're a little more stiff uh up by the ankle so now i'm interested in trying the new the new version of them i've i've gotten them and this is my yeah. first pair which is crazy okay. and uh I um, skated in them once and they felt really good. And then I went on vacation and I was just, I was rocking them like with my heel out. Like I squished down the back because I'm, oh, I'm on an island and yeah. I have no socks. Right. So like, I, don't, I didn't have any sandals or anything. I'm just like a skater, but they're brand new. Yeah. So like so far I've just walked in them like that, but I'm going to skate them this yeah. weekend. They'll like, be good proper. broke in now from walking in them. They'll they probably feel, be better. Yeah, they feel broken in. And I feel like if I just tighten the laces up nice, I'll... uh they'll fit my feet right but we'll nice. see uh, tomorrow probably and then sunday too because uh i didn't mean to start a half cab skateboard collection 
but I accidentally. He's a legend, bro. I, man. So I was, I was pulling, I was setting up a new flight deck. I, that's the, if I'm setting up a street board for the park, I usually skate, skate the Powell flight decks. And I think a lot of that has to do with when I started skating, I was 220 pounds. And I was worried about breaking a board, uh, yep. especially on board slides. So the carbon fiber or whatever they're using made me feel more confident. So I, I buy these flight decks and then I like the old school board. So I buy, you know, how uh, cab would come out with a new one or then he'd do a special dropper and I'd pull that. And then I, I was just throwing them in a box. I wasn't looking at them. I was just throwing them in a box. And the other day I was like, I need to set up a new flight deck. And I pull open this box and I just, by the end of it, there's like 14 cabs, like doubles and triples of some of them. And I'm like, why the hell do I have so many Cavaleros? <laughs> I've got so many Cavaleros. I was That's like, sick. I called my, uh, I was bullshitting with my buddy. Uh, you've seen, <laughs> you've probably seen his channel, Kevin Nice Try. And I was like, hey man, do you want to, do you want a cap flight deck? Like somehow I've got way too many of them. He's like, no, I was like, what about any of these other ones? He's like, oh man, the, uh, the old school dragon would be cool. I was like, yeah, no problem. Just fucking <laughs> let me box this thing up and give back to the world a little bit just so i don't stop hoarding so much yeah, cab right yeah i was like why do i have so many cabs um but he i made get it cool. though his board slides dude i on the last podcast i was made nick watch some cab footage yeah. and it sparked me it got me sparked on bob burnquist again <laughs> they're all they're both legends cabs one of those guys that him like lance they're just so well-rounded they can do the vert they can do the street and they're still doing it you yeah, know, like the guys, these guys that were kids when I was a kid, uh, just a little bit older than me, are still out there just crushing it. It's hard not to support it. It gives you, you know? hope, you know, like yeah. for real. I love it, man. But like, man, it's funny. I was like, I didn't know. I didn't know I had a cab collection. Now, now I know. That's that awesome. Like, but you pass them on. Big uh, Kevin, I show you made a good video. So he grabbed it and he set up, you know, that uh, Christopher Hyatt kid that rides for Pal, kind of like he rides all the old school boards with no nose. Yeah, I've seen up, some of his footage. So he set up a board just like him and and tried to get his, like, this dude can skate. This Kevin I try up in Buffalo, dude can skate. And he oh, was out like there just New York? getting Buffalo. Yeah, he's in Buffalo. Uh, so out they there have the some cold. gnarly winters. Yeah. And he's out there in the winter putting out videos every day. And the cool thing is, like, he, films everything on his phone edits it and posts it all the same day wow every cool. single video like that's kind of his thing like filmed skated filmed edited on the phone posted to youtube all on the same day every time and he'll get out there and just crush it i'm like man that would take me a year to get that many clips <laughs> you know but he's like a mid-30s dude just 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 getting it and i was, I was like man let me let me send this box does off he have him. a does he have a filmer no, he does it oh, all. Dude, he's doing wow. it all himself. Like he's going to work just like you. And then he's going home and he's he's going out and getting clips. He's doing two to three videos a week. You That's know, sick. like just putting it together. Like, man. There's the some people awesome. that can get really creative with self-filming. Like Goonin's Corey Goonin that rides for all I need. He's like that. Like he could film a whole part, like just yeah. with these crazy angles. Like they have such a he has like an aesthetic eye too, and he can film himself. The crazy part is like epic they get like a really good trick they got to go back and get it again for the other angle <laughs> like man i get that shit once <laughs> we're done. wrapping it up done, there'll, bro. there'll be times where i'm trying something and, and i'm literally telling myself i only have to get it once and i and i tell myself that not because i need to get on film once that if i can just get it once i know i can get it again yeah you yeah. know so i'm just like i just have to get it 
once, you know, once I know what it feels like, I'm going to get it, you know, but learning in my forties, I don't have like the, the memory to look back on like, Oh, when I was a kid, you trade flip like this. I don't have that. I have to go learn what a trade flip feels like yeah in order to learn the trick you know which is which is good that's awesome you know, it's, yeah it's it's wild but yeah kevin nice try probably one of my uh, favorite humans to watch because you're out there in buffalo in your mid-30s in the winter trying to get tricks yeah dude, respect yeah. all day dude that's wild dude sick that's like where i that's me my whole life yeah, <laughs> i just nuts. like obsessed like growing up just trying to find a filmer or like make it happen i love filming and, and editing nowadays i do more filming than i'm like some more filming than skating at times you know yeah. it's crazy and a lot of editing too I, I think it's cool to tell other people's stories um yeah like i i film and and talk about my skateboarding just because I'm sharing that, but like, that's not the passion when it comes to video. I do want to tell other people's stories way more than I want to tell my story. Yeah. Um, uh, I did a video when I first started this called a veteran story. And it was, uh, I interviewed my buddy, Mike, who is a, you know, five time combat vet and he got out of the army and just lives in his RV and just found peace. And we that's hadn't talked sick. in, we hadn't talked in 10 years from a, we, last time we saw each other was on a combat tour and then I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm skating in uh, El Paso. Do you want to just come hang out and skate? And he's like, yep. And he came down, we made this video and just told his story. And even now, when I watch that video, I was like, that's all I want to do. I want to tell, I want to tell people stories like that. Yeah. So that's way when, epic. When this job is over and I'm not doing this anymore, uh, it's going to be another channel and it's not going to be skateboarding. Skateboarding will stay. The next channel will be completely different and it's going to be focused on everyday people and i'm gonna go find them and i'm gonna tell their stories and it's gonna that's be awesome. rad that's so rad i've got that... i've got a vision for it it involves an rv and a podcast and humans yeah that, I'll, give, I'll give you that you know so Dude, that's, gonna... that's a great idea everybody's got a story you know it's so true yeah. Yeah, I love that aspect of it too. Like I love filming someone and watching them progress and like all these groms. I was thinking too, I want I like wrote a short story, like a silly short story, yeah. like about Chloe and Elijah skating and then the board slipping out and then having Jacob play like kind of the dickhead who pulls up in his Camaro and runs <laughs> over the board and then like says something and peels out. Oh, and then man. like I'm trying I like started working on it a little yeah. bit, but cause like every time I film with these little groms, they're always doing like ninja flips or like doing some funny voice or like they're just right. expressing themselves like on camera like right. just because for shits and gigs or like get away with it sometimes like <laughs> so i'm like you're already doing it anyway so like maybe i can just come up with like a short story and like yeah. some silly and see them act it out i also was thinking like maybe try to pick a character that's opposite of what they're naturally uh inclined to do yeah you know? just as like to see you know to play for sure. more uh, that's like the next thing I've been working on a little bit. I've been just gathering the information and like picking the characters basically. That'd be fun. Like, you know, old bones brigade, right? They, they created these little yeah, totally. narratives around the skating and it, and it worked, you know, it, worked. Yeah. it changed, it changed skateboarding. I grew up no. watching four and one video magazine yeah. too. And that whole thing is riddled with like acting and checkouts and like yeah. check out my house and like silly skits and Lance oh, yeah. and all those guys. Like, 
it's the funnest stuff. That's kind of what the vlog stuff turns into, you know, over time. But you got to do a video where you pull your skate shit out and admit that you have a problem, you know, and we can, we can, <laughs> we can do our interventions together. I'm guilty, bro. <laughs> you know, here's the stuff. Yeah, I will definitely. Um, next time, next time we do this, All I'll right. pull out some of my collection and we can just trade jabs. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> be sick, dude. Um, Anthony, it. I'm really stoked yeah, to how to do this today, man. I yeah, appreciate you uh, being down. Like, I just I've been working a whole bunch, which is a blessing, but it's like work. Like, I'm grinding and like um. And then I went on vacation and like I haven't podcasted much lately just because uh and I have life it things that pop up and you gotta yeah. ha handle some heaviness. For but sure. I was like really enjoyed our last conversation. So I was like, who could I reach out to that would just free flow with me uh, and talk? Like Yeah, man. Anytime. Like I love it. Oh yeah. just love being a part of the community and, and the friendship we've grown over the last couple of years just doing this, man. I appreciate it. I think it's awesome. Uh, two different worlds, but it, it comes together, and I think it's awesome. Yeah, hell yeah, I appreciate yeah. it, and, and um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll probably get this up online tomorrow too, so I'll tag cool, you and and uh, we can share and all that stuff. So, and For uh, sure. I really realized I've been starting to share the episodes. Like, I I don't have a lot of time because uh, yeah. but I should get someone to help me with this. But uh, I'm gonna go through, and if you notice on the YouTube, you can. You can pick a segment of the show and you can share it and title that segment. So if you go and you can like clip a segment and just share it. So oh, like the shorts. That. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'll go through, I haven't really had time to do it, but I'm going to for sure go through and they made it real easy on YouTube to just clip a clip, a little segment. So if you scroll through real quick and find like a little like minute chunk and then you can title it, you know, like cool. And then that might, if we try a bunch of different video titles like that, it'll get yeah. different. If we're all doing it, it'll get peak different interests, you know? Like, For sure. Because we talked about a lot of stuff, so. And we can stretch it out over time, you know? Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Hell yeah. All um, right, man. Yeah, is there anything uh, you want to uh, plug? Like, t maybe tell people your channel and stuff. So oh. and I'll put the link in the description too, yeah. but. You know, channel, it's a Adventures in Skateboarding at 40 Plus. If you type in Adventures in Skateboarding, it usually pops up, um, which is funny. I thought the at 40 Plus would be the channel, like the main point of the channel when I started it, but it's really turned into the adventure of skateboarding. Like, what am I doing this time for me? Like, that's, I'm that's enjoying rad. my adventure in it, and it's just mine, and I want everyone's skateboarding to be their adventure or whatever they're doing to create that time and space for themselves. That's their adventure. Yeah. I, I, I like that in the longer, and it's just proof that you've stuck with filming and a channel long enough that you're narrowing the, the aim, you know, and like yeah. what you're discovering, what it's becoming. That's awesome. The, the adventure of it all is more important than anything to me. Um, I'm going to get some tricks or I'm not going to get some tricks, but the adventure of the process is the important part to me. Yeah. So, hell yeah man yeah but no appreciate it man i'm gonna i'm gonna go check out this new artwork you said you got on the website i'm interested yeah man please check it out i'll yeah. talk to, i'll uh i'll talk to you tomorrow probably because i'll cool. be tagging you in some stuff right on man appreciate right. it later Aunt. this is the all i need skate podcast if you enjoyed the podcast please let us know by subscribing liking and sharing an episode Check out allineedskate.com for epic skate videos of the crew, our skateboard,